Welcome to the Skeptic Wire. Twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. It is Skeptic Wire episode number sixty four. When I get older, losing my hair. You've already lost your hair. Cause I shaved it off. Don't <laughs> sing anymore, otherwise we're gonna get sued. And that's I changed the when we get to the birthdays later on. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh so how you guys doing? Oh, Gary wait, Ryan. wait, wait. Who are you people? I'm Gary Long. <laughs> Who are you people? What are you doing in my house? Get the fuck out of here. I'm, Get I'm, off my lawn. <laughs> I'm Gary Long. With me are Greg Perrine. Moo Shark. <laughs> and Donna Swafford. Yeah, I can't talk that yeah. tonight. Very, very, very clever, Greg. Thank you. Uh, speaking of Moo Shark. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we, we received some fan mail. It still makes us all giddy. It does. I, we, are, I, we are apparently the skeptic wireians. Wireians, yes. She gave us a nickname. Yeah, it's not the skeptic wireers. <laughs> wireians, wiry, which is funny because none of us are really wiry. Yeah, you're the closest one. Let's just admit it. If the zombies are fast. Greg and I are going to be the first ones to go. Yep. You can at least get a head start. Yep. I don't know. I'm a good climber. I'm just going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a gun. He can climb, and and you, I can shoot yeah. them. <laughs> so I think we'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. How much food you guys got in the house? Because I'm good for about a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all pretty much fucked. I'm good for like three weeks. Yeah. Well, well, you have kids. Well, you filmed. Yeah, I'm going to eat them first. <laughs> you worked on that survivalist show. I'm sure yes. some of that rubbed off <laughs> on you. Yeah, pretty much it did. Scary. Gotta get my water. Put it in the thingy. In the thingy, I mean pantry. Okay, I thought you were going an entirely different way. I thought you were going to make some kind of AdamEve.com joke on that one. No, actually, I wasn't. Okay. Nope. I wasn't talking about douching. <laughs> That's summer's eve. Ah, well, it is summer. No anime night. jokes. Okay. No anime jokes. No anime jokes. Really. Roar? Or, or, yeah. So we we got we got some mail. We were, I was very excited to see that in the book, and then I forwarded it to you guys and didn't hear anything back. And was, we were so, too excited. We were too excited. Couldn't type. Like I, I actually read it to the fiance unit. He was all like, "You guys have got fan mail." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Every was, once in a while, he was he was excited for us. Yeah. So Nicole up in Chicago obviously has listened to probably all, almost all of our shows. She claims to have listened to them all, but knew enough to know things that we don't talk about every episode and True. part hey. of our personalities and, and our history. We really appreciate that kind of. Uh, paying attention to us kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, also happened to mention that uh, her good friend Reno 
who turned her on to our podcast. No, I'm not going to make an anime.com joke. Not Reno Williams. I don't think so. All we no, have is Remo. Repo Williams. That was a Remo. Yeah, Remo, that, sorry. <laughs> that yeah, we only got a first name and it's Reno. Yeah. Uh, his birthday. Oh wait, he, he was from. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, was, he was the co-host of through the, through the, through the eighth uh, dimension. Uh, Buck Rubanzai exactly. through the eighth dimension. Yeah. Reno. He was. Uh, okay, never mind. I don't remember all the characters very well. <laughs> For some reason, I remember. What was one of the aliens? John Big Booty. John Big Booty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't think this guy Reno is John Big Booty. Or no. Booty. <laughs> booty. It's Booty. <laughs> or. <laughs> The the yes, one of the guys from Buckaroo uh, yeah. Banzai's little troupe. Yeah, who I think played guitar. Yeah, I think <laughs> doesn't so. matter. Wow. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so it's his birthday. We're yeah, gonna give birthday, a shout out to his birthday. Ago, so. so happy belated birthday. Yeah. And um, Callie says happy birthday too. You know, because <laughs> that's how she rolls. <laughs> and Nisi just licking herself. But uh, <laughs> she she mentioned that he's he's into climate science and and there's a certain site called uh, Skeptical Science, which I knew about and for whatever reason I I have never said anything about it. It's a really good site and it has an app for both the iPhone and the Android called Skeptical Science. So it kind of feeds you stories throughout the day, kind of thing. Uh, not really. It's sort of a uh, a listing of of the arguments. Oh, it's more of, of a database of the actual science of, that's of, out there, right? Yes. Of, of the arguments and their <gasps> refutation. To, see, see, exactly. belated happy birthday. Uh, a refutation of that. It also says who uh, was the main proponent of pushing this particular. So kind uh, of anti-apologetics fallacy. from science and possibly some religion point points of view, like creationism or anything like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's a there's a couple of uh, other places that you can go. One of my favorites is YouTube. Uh, there's a guy named Green Man Thirty Six Ten who does the climate crocs of the of the week, and he doesn't really do it weekly, but he does, he goes to conferences and interviews people, and uh, just he he really hates Lord Moncton. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Lord Moncton, he is a parliamentarian. Who, uh, oh, so this is not just some kind of internet alias Lord Moncton. It's no, an actual that's Lord. Lord, okay. yeah. Because yeah. uh, that's where I was going with it. Yeah, um, and he's one of the biggest deniers around there. And, it, and he just spews lies, but I'm just going to... Um, do an ad hominem attack on him because he has the freakiest eyes. He, he's got like the the little um, the the wandering googly yeah, eye. Yeah, what's what's the uh, what's the guy from Young Frankenstein? Gene Wilder. No, the other guy with the wall eyes. <laughs> Marty uh, Feldman. Marty Feldman. Yeah, he's he's got Marty Feldman style eyes, only creepier. <laughs> so kind of almost like a Jack Elam sort of Just with the creepy. big bulge and the yeah. yeah. So, uh, so check out Green Man three six one zero on YouTube as well for for other for some other uh, different kinds of sources. Very. But cool. I also <laughs> I also found in the Android App Store 
Um, when you were looking for the Skeptical Science app? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I was looking because there used to be one that also had a lot of uh, articles that you could click on that would that would open up. And for whatever reason, I, I had it on my iPhone, and the iPhone uh, went the way of the dodo. And uh, this is the last time it crashed, it, that particular app wasn't reinstalled. So I uh, Googled, you know, climate change apps. And this one came up, which it's free. Well, at least there's that. Yes. And... <laughs> I think it's going to be more of a case of pay... Get what you pay for. In, in this particular case, there so, are some yeah. good because, apps that are out there that are free. Yeah, and the Skeptical Science app is is definitely one of them. For example, yeah. uh, and this is, so, so this is this is the app. quote. Yeah, this this one is called Climate Change Challenge 2011, which kind of gives you came out in August of 2011. So Dude, it's that nearly is so uh, last year. I know. So it it starts out. Be veg! Exclamation point. Go green! Exclamation point. To save the planet! Exclamation point. With the number two, not to, you know. Well, the exclamation points makes yes, it true. Yes, and you're, yeah. you're kind of sounding William Shatner. Well, well, he speaks in all caps. <laughs> so, it says, this app, the Climate Change Challenge 2011 presents compelling information about climate change, the latest scientific data condensed in a way easy to understand, while at the same time backed by all the sources. Well, that sounds good so far. It does. And then you get to the next paragraph of the explanation. It also presents the most effective solutions to curve the danger... Let me try this again. It also presents the most effective solutions to curve the dangerous effects of climate change... Curve. Curve. Not curb. Curve. I, so I, I they, just, just, it gets, it gets Well, better. a lot of climate charts, you have to have kind of a curve. curve yeah, so you have, to, you have to change the hockey stick. You have to recurve it. As suggested by Supreme Master Ching Hai. Who? Supreme Master Ching Hai. Don't you know Ching? Oh, you people. A worldwide renewed humanitarian artist and spiritual visionary. Renewed, not renowned? Yes. Okay. Period. (laughs) So, a worldwide renewed humanitarian artist and spiritual spiritual visionary, period, who shares with the world her wisdom and advice on how to solve climate change with a scientifically proven way of adopting a vegan diet, among other eco-friendly practices? So, what she's saying is, is that her name used to be Betty Smith. She is now the renewed artist known <laughs> no, as... Previously known as... <laughs> right. So you get press releases. You get Supreme Master Ching Hai speaks with the press. Climate change facts, livestock industry, environmental impacts, the solution, and videos on climate change. All right, I'm going to ask a question of the only person here with a PhD. What level of education and certification is Supreme Master? (laughs) I was Supreme Master of the Jungle Gym in second grade, so that's where I'm going. Okay. So and it's gra- usually supreme master um, is somewhat is a title bestowed upon oneself when one thinks that no one else can match you. Uh, I've seen a supreme master. Uh, in fact, there's a video of a supreme master getting pwned by a mixed martial artist. This supreme master thought that 
his key power was making his students fall around the room without touching them. And then a uh, mixed martial artist punched him in the face. I was going to say kicked his ass. <laughs> and basically, all his ac- the the supreme master, all his acolytes were essentially fe- saying in their brain, they were like, "Well, I have to fall down when he gestures towards me." Yes, yeah. Yeah. he has this power. It's the placebo effect. Yeah, the placebo effect in action. So. That's all I really have to say about <laughs> interesting things you find on on the web. Yeah, interesting apps out there. There's yeah. good science, there, bad science. There's, there is. It's hard yeah. to know the difference, but generally speaking, the one with the preponderance of evidence uh, usually wins, and the ones that give you full links to the evidence mm-hmm. and say, "Why don't you read this paper to see if I'm telling the truth?" Those guys win, uh, as opposed to the I'm Bill the O'Reilly, <laughs> yeah, the Bill O'Reillys of the world who say, "Well, he said this," and yeah, they say that, or In a maybe giant they don't. More context of a paragraph. It's, it's a whole Darwin uh, saying, uh, talking about the eye, and then revealing, saying how unbelievable it is that it could. You know, yeah, could evolve on its own, and, and then the and very then next says, sentence: "This is how it probably happened." Yes. Yeah. So that's those are the things. So same skeptical thing, science does same that. things yes, happens to conservatives because there's a quote out there that gets floated around Facebook very often hmm. about Ronald Reagan saying, oh, yeah. um, "You know, this nation is not a religious nation or something like that." But it it's it, the actual full quote is prefaced by the liberals will tell you that yes. this this nation is not a Christian nation. And not only that, but it was also given at a prayer breakfast. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> that was going around, and I said, that doesn't really sound right. And I looked it up, and I read the speech, and his speech is the complete opposite complete of that. Complete right wig. Yeah. Right wig? Right, right wing. wig. <laughs> you know, the wigs were a long time ago. Yeah. And I think you have to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't think Reagan's wig. that old. Yeah. Well, it's because he's dead. So okay, most of the wigs. <laughs> so that all comes back around to happy birthday, Reno, yeah. and thank you for the very nice letter, Nicole, alias Mooshark. Indeed. And speaking of birthdays, <laughs> that was a natural transition. <laughs> Um, there are several interesting birthdays today, June 27th. Oh, I totally forgot about the birthdays. Totally yeah, skipped them. I thought you okay. were going straight on the vaginas. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> um, I'm just going to keep going. So, so birthdays. 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 We got birthdays. There, there are several interesting birthdays, like um, Helen Keller was born today. Um, uh, J.J. Abrams, the director, um, and all that kind of Ooh. thing. Uh, are, 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 are were born today. Also, some public figures of some um, ill repute. Uh, today's both uh, the birthday of both Khloe Kardashian and Ted Haggard. So I want to see them get together. Well, what? So you've got Khloe. Ted Haggard is completely heterosexual. Ted yeah, Haggard. So you've is got Khloe Kardashian and Ted Haggard. One of them is a talentless promiscuous drug addict who will sleep with any man who can give them a fix. And the and other yes, one is Khloe a Kardashian. Right. A reality star. <laughs> Thank you for stepping all over the punchline. <laughs> but <Aww>. the one, 
the one I wanted to give a little bit of talk about um, is Mildred J. Hill. Anybody know who that is? Mildred J. Hill? Yes. Born. I had an Aunt Mildred, but I don't think that's who you're talking no, about. No, born June 27th, 1859 in Louisville, Kentucky, or as I've heard it's supposed to be pronounced, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. <laughs> no. She's the the heir to the Louisville slugger throw? I'm going to start stop you right now. And say no. no. <laughs> She's the one that discovered and came up with a theory that hills go up for a little bit. Kind then, of flatten off and then kind of go down for a little bit. <laughs> no, that was Jonas M. Mesa. <laughs> the hell you say? 47.85% of facts are made up directly on the spot. <laughs> that, that was Wally P. Mountain. Well, no, he had a different theory. Because his theory was mountains start up and they go up and they keep going up. Yes, there's so a big scientific breathe. controversy between the hill and the mountain, folks. There is. Well, it's, What's you the know. difference between the hill and the mountain? There's a, there's a, there's a film called The, the Man, Man Who, who Goes Up a hill, the hill and Came Down the Mountain. mountain. So, <laughs> to you and your scoffing at scientific theories. Because we watch films and we know what's best. <laughs> and you know what's best is? To... To crush your enemies, to hear the lamentation of the woman, and to see them driven before you. Speaking of the crushing of your enemies and hearing their lamentations and having them driven before you, Mildred J. Hill was born in Louisville, Kentucky, was a kindergarten and Sunday school teacher. And, uh, no she, good can come from this. <laughs> she and her uh, sister um, wrote, uh, wrote music. Okay, for you know, to sing for their kids and Sunday school and kindergarten. Did and stuff she like write that. the Happy Jesus Birthday was... song? She wrote the melody that became Happy Birthday. Oh, it was originally um, what was it? Good um, morning to you. Uh, good morning to all. Good morning to yeah, yeah, I've heard that one. It was it was basically sung to their children at the beginning of the day at school, and it was written maybe about. The, the the end of the 19th century and about 1912, Happy Birthday really started becoming known. And by 1930, it was very, very popular, the, the song Happy Birthday to You, but nobody had attributed the music to anybody. Right. So then there were a whole bunch of legal arguments or whatever. And now, um, basically, anytime you sing Happy Birthday, you have to... Um, you have to pay, pay the ro- Hill family. Pay no, royalties. you don't pay the Hill family because they no longer own it. Oh, whatever. Uh, it's uh, Warner Warner Music Group, I think, that owns it. Yes, now. I know because you can't sing it in a restaurant. Nope, that's why nope. you have you to hear the f- happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday, birthday. Yeah, because yeah. that's annoying, and that's why we don't sing Happy Birthday to the people every week that I talk about, or to Reno, or their friend Mich- Nicole whenever she has her birthday. Well, I assume it's a she. I apologize. Whenever it has its birthday. They have their birthday. Sure. We don't sing happy birthday because we just don't sing happy birthday. It's because we're skeptical. (laughs) We're not sure they're having a happy birthday. May you have an average birthday. May you have (laughs) an adequate birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. Yeah, I was kind of going for that. So yeah, that's Mildred J. Hill. Um, you know, there's all that stuff going back and forth about whether you can sing Happy Birthday or not, and 
not everybody understands yeah. that, and it's an interesting topic. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Speaking about hills. Oh, dear. Where are you going with this one? <laughs> I don't know. Pelvic bumps? <laughs> sure. Why not? So. I'm so just staying out of the rest of this one. <laughs> hills are are curvy as are breasts. And they're alive with the sound of music. <laughs> Vaginas. <laughs> There, you said it. Yes, yes, I did. Now, we, we we spoke about this last week, did we not? Yes, we did. About North... No, wait. North Michigan. Michigan, Michigan yes. North Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> about Michigan. <clears throat> well, you can only say hoo-ha instead of vagina. Yes. You're not, you're not allowed to talk about any medical or female me- medical necessities. You can't... Or right. bits. I should say, not necessities, yes. but bits. And certainly the female isn't allowed to talk right, about it. Right, because they're either hoo-hahs, cunts, or I don't know what else. Good gracious. But, hey, Vertical I smiles. One. I have one. Well, anyway. speaking of the peop- the two lawmakers who got in trouble for saying vagina up in Michigan. Yeah. And and the lawmakers who got even more trouble because of, of keeping them. They're them for, yeah. for saying vagina. There's going to be a day of solidarity, June 30th, where uh, there's a Facebook event encouraging everybody to, several times during the day, as much as you want to, posting the word, changing your profile pic, whatever, on Facebook, <laughs> to include the word ah. vagina. Pictures are not allowed because Facebook has picture things. Uh, uh, rules. Standards. Hoo-ha's? Rules. Yes. <laughs> they have hoo-hahs about hoo-hahs. Ha-ha. ha Ha-ha. So go on out there on Saturday, June 30th, or even if it's after June 30th when yeah. you're listening to this. If and it's... just write the word vagina as your status. Yep. Yep. In fact, instead of saying hello when you enter the phone, why not say vagina? <laughs> what? It's welcoming, it's friendly, it's soft, it's warm. Some of them. Some I don't of know. them become prickly. I, uh, oh. I have friends who have told me that... Oh, there's so much I could say, Gary. <laughs> oh. Well, you're generalizing. So, like the Everyone Draw Muhammad Day a month or so ago, or any of these other things, it's all about freedom of speech, freedom of expression, to be able to say reasonable terms to talk and debate about actual issues, use your medically appropriate terms. It's not like these... They're medically appropriate terms, even if you do have a degree in biology. Yes. (laughs) We went over all that. We don't have to go over it again, but... No. Yeah, we do. But we won't. <laughs> it's not like these lawmakers walked out on the floor and said, fuck you, cunts! And then, you know, <laughs> anything like that. No, they just legislated it. <laughs> no, the, the, the two wi- women legislators who were censured. Okay. I was talking about the guys that censured them. That's effectively what they're saying. With yes. their but we went over that last week. Yes, yes, we did. We've got all new topics this week. Sure. <laughs> well, well, we've got some new topics, but Gary, you've been very busy this week. I've been extremely busy this week. So yeah, you you, you know you kind of let Donna and I take up the slack of 
suggesting topics of let's talk about this. Hold on. But it, We've let you take up that slide because I had a busy week <laughs> yeah. too. She's been there. I was trying to be generous. But oh, no. take take all the glory because I'm slacking this week too. Alright, I am the queen of this podcast and I have been posting lots and lots of stuff this week. So Gary You've been really busy this week. It hasn't been your birthday. It has been your no, I've been happy working. vagina day. It has been stress and stress and stress about computer stuff. What's been going on? Pretty much. Uh, and this is this is why I have no topic this week, really, except for what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I've been having computer problems, which is, you know, everyone has computer problems. but Because uh, they're evil. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but my, my hard drive has been kind of going bad, which is not good. Because I'm in grad school, I'm doing a programming course. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> need those hard drives for the programming. <laughs> so the last couple of days, like my my computer's just been sitting there, and it'll suddenly go ah blue screen. <laughs> so it's it's not just a hard drive problem. It's actually uh, my I, I have Windows Seven, okay, um, which I like. Uh, that's what I use for my recording computer. Okay. Because uh, I, I use Sonar Producer. But on my laptop, it originally came with Vista. And then I upgraded to Windows 7 as soon as it came out because... Vista sucked. Yeah, Vista was not so good. It was not as stable as XP. as having more problems. <clears throat> so, um, so what's happened since I upgraded from Windows 7 is they've had all of these service packs come out. Uh, and it, it's basically made... The, the latest couple of ones have made my computer... Rather unstable, uh, so that's that's what it, it seems like. Uh, so I decided, okay, well, I'll get a new hard drive. I'll install Windows Seven, just a clean version, just a total clean version of Windows Seven onto this this hard drive, and boom, move everything over. No worries. Bada bing, bada boom, be done. done. Move on. Install Windows Seven. And it says, okay, put your put your code in, you know, that big old long code that the zeros look like D's and the whole thing. And it says, um, you need to have Vista installed to upgrade. Now, going to Vista, you could just have the installation disk, right? But no, on the upgrade that, that I have for Windows 7, Vista has to be installed and then it'll upgrade over that. It's like, Windows 7 is on the fucking computer. <laughs> it's there. Uh, I've got the installation disk from Windows, from Vista. I have the code. Why can't I just enter this in? Or you can just look, you know, but it won't. It won't let me do that. So you've got a version of Vista on the computer, uh, sorry, Windows 7 on the computer, and you want to kind of go back to a previous pre-service pack version of Windows 7 but it won't let you do that. It makes you go all the way back to the beginning and start completely. Over. Well, I want what, what I want is a is a clean version of Windows Seven. So instead of having all the nine thousand updates that they've had since Windows Seven came out, over time they actually have Surface Pack Three with, and then anything past that, right? You know, and then it'd be probably be stable because it's not scattered all over my hard drive, right? Or I don't know. I don't have all this other crap on my computer, and then I can just install the stuff I need, you know, because the hard drives get all of these programs put on there. Yeah, this is supposed to be a discussion. You guys are just standing there looking at me. Um, well, you're, <laughs> you're kind of getting a little ranty here, so... Yeah. So we were letting you rant. Yeah. And so Donna I, was playing with Facebook. Yeah. 
So I, I was, I was just, I was just really pissed, and so I said, "Fine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to uh, Ubuntu, and I'll, I'll go with Linux." Uh, so today, instead of programming all morning, <laughs> I've been dealing with the whole Vista Windows Seven trying to get Ubuntu to work kind Debacle. of thing. Yeah, it's it's been miserable, absolutely freaking miserable. But at least now. Ubuntu's on my computer and working. Now you've got something stable that you can start actually working with. Yeah, doing so your yeah. So that my 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 first uh, program is due tomorrow, uh, af- uh, tomorrow evening. So I'm going to be up all night. Um, <laughs> Dear. Uh, programming. But so what you're saying is is that unlike last week, when you got the episode up on Thursday morning, that's right. Don't expect that this week. No, it'll it'll be up Friday. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think the she's calling bullshit. Don't <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Actually, it's this. I just can't, I just can't believe that you you buy an upgrade and the way that XP and Vista used to work is if you had the discs you could just after the installation shove it in and go oh you've got it okay put in your code but that's not the way that Windows Seven now works and so I'm really pissed off at Microsoft right now. Yeah, uh, but speaking of viruses. Uh, uh, since I'm doing a lot of programming it came out in the past couple of weeks that the United States has been doing a cyber attack against Iran Uh, yeah allegedly Allegedly. according to Iran they're definitely doing it no Uh, and it's been a fairly the, the latest one has been pretty uh, some really good programming. Because <laughs> I sent a worm after them, which only targets the, the nuclear industry, it, it appears. Okay. Um, and and uh, previously there was the Stuxnet virus, which also only targeted uh, the nuclear industry. Now, the difference between those two is a, a virus, you have to sort of click on something to activate it, whereas a worm is kind of self-contained and can go out and, and do damage. So the thing that they did last year, some schmuck who worked in the the nuclear plant in Iran had to accidentally click on a picture he thought was porn or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Need to accounting department who doesn't know that much about computers. Right. Or somewhat, yeah, they, 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 they put it on USB sticks and, and all this other stuff right. that, you know, they, they kind of replace. Whereas now, this is something they could release onto the wider internet or whatever, and it, right. it would copy and copy and only really activate once it found Iranian nuclear sites. Yes, that's what I understand. Oh. And and so they're, they're starting to see sort of variations of it out uh, away from that. But uh, I, I just think it's interesting that, that, that the Iran Iranian is... Nuclear Commission has their... <laughs> stuff hooked up to the World Wide Web. You know? It's like CERN doesn't, you know. CERN has they they've got a firewall. Granted, they made the whole thing up, so they're kind of, you know, they've got really smart people doing it. But I, I just don't I I don't understand. Right. I mean, because like even in why my, they would do that. my office, we have computers that are not hooked up to the web. Right. For that reason, okay, we're a little tiny production firm. Have none of them seen the movie Hackers? <laughs> yeah, which it, it, it's just for, it, 
It, it, it just reminds me for crying out loud with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> exactly. Or the net. Or no, wait, the net. Oh god. That's a bad example. Yeah. Or what was what was the one? Uh, I, I can't now. I can't remember. Debbie does Dallas. Sure. Independence Day. Uh, Independent. Oh god. We'll just yeah, we'll hack it with a Mac. <laughs> so actually, it was a PC, but it actually had a Mac interface on it. Yeah, that was genius. Um, <laughs> what was what was what was the one with uh, uh, Public Enemy? I think it was. I actually haven't seen it. No, oh, it was a similar was it the, thing. The Keanu Reeves. No, it wasn't Keanu Reeves. It was, it was Will Smith. Denzel Washington. Oh, it was Will, okay. Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith and, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I always get Will Smith and Keanu Reeves mixed up. Sure. So the Iranians had their site, their, yeah. their computers yeah, it, it, on the net. Yeah, and, and so, but it does remind you of, of the movies where they're like, oh, God, they're, they're attacking the firewall through the firewall. They're doing this. And and then you, you think about the, the I think the first, first time I saw it was, it wasn't Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal. It was a Penny Arcade. It's like, in, you know, in the... Uh, it's an online comic. Yes. Um, well, for those listeners who, who don't know, uh, Penny Arcade, really funny. Um, and Saturday Morning Breakfast, Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal, really funny. Uh, so they, they have this, the one guy, you know, in the movies, oh, it's coming through the thing. And then in real life, the guy just walks over and unplugs it from the freaking wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, come on, guys. Do you really need all of this? You need you need to play solitaire with the guy across the, you know, <laughs> the hallway, you know, yeah, or in no. the other office. Yeah. yeah, like I said though, I'm just still floored and flabbergasted that my office is technically more secure than the Iranian Nuclear Commission. Okay. On the other hand, you really don't have you know. United States, Israel, and half of the world trying to stop you from making films. <laughs> All the more reason to not have your computer <laughs> to not have your computer right, exactly. on available. Yeah, so, once, once you become public enemy number one, might want to unplug. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's sort of my computer ranty kind of thing. I'm really pissed off at Microsoft. I'm sure a lot of people are. I'm sure well. if they sponsored us. You no, no, no. find I, yourself to not yeah, be so pissed off. I, I like, don't get me wrong, I like their software. But all software <laughs> has its pluses, and yes. it's things that just makes you want to throw your computer through the window. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So, moving on. Right. Well, news reports uh, came out uh, this Monday slash Tuesday, I think it was the 25th, 26th of June, that... Um, Two teenagers, uh, uh, Molly Algen and Mary Chapa of uh, Portland, Texas, were found in a Portland, Texas uh, park Next. area. Well, uh, if you've ever been to Portland, I think there's only one. I've okay. been there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know about, much about Portland, but there was a park, and these two girls were, f- sorry, y- young women, were found basically in at the bottom of a slope in a grassy area, uh, they had been shot in the head. Both of them had been shot in mm-hmm. the head. Um, they were found Saturday, Sunday, but they think, uh, the police think that they were shot probably late Friday, early Saturday. One of the women, uh, Molly Olgan, was dead at the scene. Uh, the other woman, Mary Chapa, 
has been uh, brought to the hospital and she has been through surgery and is alive in stable yet critical type condition hmm. even now, several days later. Um, but they really haven't been able to find out what um, who their attackers were, uh, be it one person or more than one. Uh, they found a bullet casing at the scene, but no gun. So it was not self-inflicted or anything like that. Um, and the, the fact is that this area around Corpus Christi, Texas, has very low cl- crime rate, including murder. The last murder was a couple of years ago, and it's not like a, it's a regular occurrence. Um, the reason why this has become a bit more of a story in the news is these these two women, 19 and 18 years old, were apparently a lesbian couple. Unfortunately, there's no indications one way or the other if these two women were targeted because they were a couple. Hmm. It's it's one of those things where you think off the top of your head, well, it's Texas. Texas is conservative. These and are, it's small town in Texas. Small town Texas. Yeah. Um, and it's conservative Texas, religious Texas. You got to think someone had a problem with this lesbian couple. Unfortunately, there's there's, there's no, no no proof one way or the other. Right. We don't know if these people were the police think they were intentionally shot for some reason. They just don't know what that is. Right. They don't know why because it could it could have been anything. It could have been another girl that's jealous of them. Although they generally don't. It could be a boy who asked them out. Yeah. Or one of them out and got spurned. Yeah. It, or it could have been some so fundagelical nut job. Yeah. But we just don't know. And it there's at least in the coverage of the story so far, there hasn't been rampant speculation about that, which is good from a skeptical side because we honestly don't know. There was a person on Facebook who I know who made a completely out of left field suggestion. I am not sure why this was doing it but they uh, this person is uh, this person of a uh, friend of mine on facebook said that the murder was probably not a vegan and that's some reason behind the attack and and it, well because ve- vegans generally don't have the strength to lift a gun <laughs> i was gonna say you know statistically wise he's probably right uh, absolutely just like statistically in texas it's probably a Christian, but right. not necessarily a crime committed because right. of Christianity and the lesbianism of these two women. Exactly. So and it's it's an important skeptical thing to not jump to those conclusions. Yeah. And, and all, all that's doing is it's is muddying the waters with yeah. pointless ideology. Yeah. yeah. Pointless ideologies. Every than- single headline about the story has been teen lesbian couple. Blah, 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 shot, blah, 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 Texas, blah, 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 blah. It's always been about teen lesbians, teen lesbians. But at least the articles has have not really focused on that, and it's been good reporting in that it's it's consider, it's been considered by the police department. They just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I really hope they can find more information. There's going to be some candlelight vigils I, I, this weekend. That's I imagine it'll, it'll – if it was – if it was targeted from someone, if it wasn't just a random attack by some guy who, who's taken out, you know, like a... Uh, Sees two women holding op- hands and yes. starts to shoot no, them. Uh, a no. crime of opportunity. If it's a crime of opportunity from someone kind of passing through, there may not... But if it's somebody in the community, 
that's probably going to come out. Right. In addition, the Texas Rangers have been called in, which is something that I personally am very happy to see because I've shot production work down in Portland, Texas. <laughs> Their police department... Uh, kind of a good old boys club. Well, let's, let's not 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 to denigrate small town police departments, but well, small I'm town police to department. Well, trying to figure out right. where her just, eh, was coming they're from. They're just um, they're not used to murders. Yeah, they're not okay. used to murders. That's the best way to <laughs> What's put it. What's the? Uh, they're Andy Griffiths. Yes, very they're, nice. They're, they can deal with people who are drunk or disorderly or speeding tickets, but they just don't have a lot of experience in high crimes like this. Right, because I think this is the. Um, Right, but first murder in like three years. Two years, yeah. yeah. And, and and it makes sense that they that they would do that, and, and which means that to me that they're they're serious because you do hear a lot of, uh, well, like the Trayvon Martin kind of thing, you know, where the police department says, "Oh, we can handle this," and they botched the whole. They botched thing, it. Yeah. Let's just say it. Sanford, right. Florida, botched it. Yeah. And the other side of the story, which I find as heartening, is this is a small town Texas area, and all the friends that have been interviewed about this that I've seen, I mean, maybe half a dozen I've, I've seen quotes from, have been, you know what, we, we, pro- we realized these, these two women had been in a relationship for a few months, but it didn't matter to us. It didn't matter to anybody. I couldn't... All these people were saying, I can't think of a reason why these two women would have been targeted. They're, no. They were nice people. They were friends to us. If they could not think, well, you know what? They had been called names by other people. That is progress for our culture and especially for peop- for places like down here in Texas where it's assumed that there's going to be a knee-jerk, well, of course it was some kind of... You know, everybody, the entire community is going to be scandalized about the mm-hmm. fact that these two women were lesbians in the first place. But no, it didn't seem to matter. And that's part of why this crime is such a shock to that system yeah. is, is, is that it was not important that these two young women were lesbians to their friends and their community. Despite this tragedy, that is something at least a silver lining I can take out of this thundercloud of horribleness. Yeah. Hey. So that's all I had to say about that, and hopefully we'll hear news about them finding a suspect and taking someone in on this, and the Rangers doing their <laughs> stuff. Investigation. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, as long all, as they don't call him Walker, who's an evangelical yeah. Christian. Or don't call them hockey players. <laughs> The other thing is, is that um, tonight is the San Francisco vigil. Um, Friday night is one in D.C. at DuPont Circle. I mean, there are nationwide vigils going on for for the for, the, for the young woman who is is still alive, hmm. and to remember the one who unfortunately passed away. So, attend a vigil, write something nice on Facebook about it. And tell your friends and family you, you, you love them because you never know what mad person is out there in the park. Yeah. Absolutely. So, nice nice and depressing. <laughs> yeah, thanks well, for that. Well, that's how I figured we'd start the longer topics on that. You know, it's yeah, important well, it's... to let people know kind of what's going on and, yeah. and, and the sides that you have to take on this and you have to 
be you have to hold yourself back from having that knee-jerk reaction of oh well it's got to be these fundamentalist Christians who always hate the lesbians always hate the gays and you know want to quote Leviticus and kill everybody well no there it the the yeah, real world can be better than that most people are not as extreme as <laughs> the people you see on TV or on Facebook yes. Because wasn't it the Michigan marriage for Michigan or something supposedly had their Facebook hacked and they are all in an uproar because it basically <laughs> quoted the Leviticus statement and they just really dug themselves into a hole. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that Salvation Army colonel who was interviewed recently about the fact that Salvation Army colonel belief. Well, it's a major. I think he was. Major with the Salvation Army. It is they. I, they have ranks. Oh, I didn't realize yes. that. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, he's he's their uh, uh, their public, media relations media director, relations but guy, he yeah. has some rank. And he was <laughs> interviewed <laughs> by some people who were really pushing him on the fact that, well, do you really believe that gays deserve death? And he was basically saying, well, that's part of our belief system. It's it's. It's kind of refreshing that these people are being honest about what they really believe about um, the the people they disagree with and the people they think are bad people. Yeah, yeah. So um, this coming Christmas, <laughs> do be- not give your money to the Salvation, Salvation Army. Army. You know, I I heard stories in the last couple of years about how when the Salvation Army in certain certain areas were donated, say, Harry Potter toys or books. Mm-hmm. They would throw them out or destroy them. They wouldn't redonate them to some other group, but they would destroy them because they did not meet the values of the Salvation Army. That's the kind of people you're dealing with. These are not just purely charitable people. No. Go to um, Foundation Beyond Belief or you know Donors Choose or or something like that. That's a secular giving program, and don't just give to some. Santa with a bell just because you feel threatened by the big old bell. Because <laughs> they're not going to stop just because you give them your change. Right. <laughs> In fact, they'll just ring harder. It's working! <laughs> Don't encourage the bastards. <laughs> but at the same time, the people ringing the bells probably have no idea. They're, they think they're doing something good. Most of the time, not. Because they're probably people brought on seasonally, and they yeah. just think, oh, well, a volunteer dress up as Santa and exactly. do something good. Because they don't know, necessarily. You know, and, okay, this is just a side off of this. This entire show has been sidetracks. Keep yeah, going. So, yeah. so, when I was little, and I, I, you know, was starting to, you know, see the world and starting to, you know, think skeptically, the bell ringers were actually one of the first things that really kind of occurred to me as, you know... That they weren't really Santa? Right, that there was no such thing as Santa. Especially when I saw the African-American bell ringing (laughs) Santa. And I was all like, wait a minute. All the pictures in the books are the fat, chubby old man, very, very, very Anglo, very (laughs) Caucasian. And all of a sudden there was this guy, you know, ringing the bell and he was African. And I'm like, that... That was, to me, the first thing that really made me not believe in Santa. Yeah, Santa can definitely be, in general, kind of a gateway drug to skepticism. Yep, I just wanted to say that. And then I got a coloring, (laughs) or I got some toy that said Made in China, and that just 
That was that was what ended it. <laughs> Five years old, didn't believe in Santa anymore. Because one of your Santa Claus gifts was made in China. China? Okay. After the I African American. I wanted to fill in that gap yes. there. After the African American Santa. There you go. No longer believed. Well, I, I thought I'd bring up another topic that talks about what a lot of people believe. Well, speaking about Santas who are a little bit strange, maybe even alien. So speaking about aliens. <laughs> yes, speaking about aliens, there uh, was uh, news this week about a National Geographic survey that was done about people's belief in aliens. And uh, apparently 17% of Americans do not believe in UFOs. Only 17, one seven. Of those surveyed. 36% people think, definitely believe in aliens. They are sure that there are aliens out there. And 48% aren't sure. Well, okay. So it's, okay, it's okay to believe in aliens. It's okay to believe in aliens. The question is, are they visiting here? All right. Well, okay. Let's get to some of the other uh, topics. 79% of those surveyed think the government has kept information about UFOs secret from the public. And 55% believe that uh, real-life men in black style agents are out there who threaten people who talk about UFOs. Hmm. So that's okay. a lot of cray cray right there. <laughs> some in, some some other interesting percentages are twenty two percent of people think that if they met an alien they would try to befriend it. Fifteen percent would run away. Thirteen percent would lock their doors, and only two percent would actually try to sh- kill the alien. So at least there's some positiveness there Hope for humanity. I think yeah. I think it depends on what the alien looked like. <laughs> if it looked like Teddy Ruxpin, you just walk up and hug it. No, God, no. Oh, God. That, no, <laughs> that, one, that, that one gets rocks thrown at it. <laughs> that one's getting shot, okay? <laughs> I just, I keep going back to the line from Clerks, uh, was it Clerks or Clerks 2, where he goes, maybe I should have done something more with my life, you know, been an astronaut. They could say, hey, there goes homeboy. He fucked a Martian once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's there, there's another article out there about Doug um, Vakok, I think is how you pronounce his name, and I apologize for that. Uh, he's the director of interstellar message composition at the SETI Institute, and um, he had a conference panel discussion about what um, what effect discovering an actual intelligent ET would have on today's Earth religions. And I thought be, uh, that's an interesting thought experiment to, to think about. Well, if if an alien, say for example, an alien came down and landed on the White House lawn, what would be the public reaction? Um, that's a good question. What would my reaction be? I think cool until the big blue lasers showed up, and then fire started coming out, and then Will Smith's suddenly had to uh, smoke a cigar. I don't know how that worked. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think it would depend on reaction and, you know. If suddenly one just, like, I'm, aliens came and just plopped right down on the table here in front of us, I'd probably be running for the hills. You know, just kind of, you know, I freely admit I would be a little scared. 
But, you know, if it was one of those, like, aliens from V that you didn't really know that they were an alien until they right. stuck their little fork tongue out at you, I, you know, if I got to know them, I might be okay with it. Until they tried to eat me. I'd, I'd <laughs> actually be more distrustful of an alien that came down that looked like humans. That is something I would distrust. You know what? And that is my bitch about movie and, and television aliens, is they're always humanoid Esque. Yeah, there was a great presentation last year by PZ Myers at TAM uh, about, I think it was, yeah, it was TAM, about how implausible it is that aliens you would meet would be human in shape. Because we're, we're all come from the basic design millennia ago of four limbs. You know, kind of two different sets of limbs, but symmetrical, two limbs, that kind of thing. You know, what if the major majority of life on a planet evolved from six-limbed creatures mm-hmm. or only two-limbed creatures or, you know, you know, just the, the, it w- didn't have the same basic arrangement of, you know, limbs and shoulders and, and, and all like that. I do believe when the aliens come, our walrus overlords will take over. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, yeah, you're, I, would, I would have more, I would be more scared of something that, presented itself as appearing human. I would expect something non-human, not just something with ridges on its eyebrows. But what do we think, the, how, how would the religions react to, you know, you, you, you can like, even do we have discuss... to go through them all? <laughs> well, in general. You know, would... Uh... Half of them, I think, would accept it as, as being that while we were the special creation... Uh, that didn't stop God from creating other creatures that maybe don't have a soul, like crabs. Yeah. <laughs> so they would. So you think they would treat these other intelligent aliens as kind of second class, probably to our specialness. Yeah, some of them would. Yes. Uh, some of them would maybe just think that okay, well, d- d- they're also God's them. children. Yeah, or absolutely. And then try and convert them to, you know, Mormonism. <laughs> um, and then the other ones would just think that they were animals. And then some people would, would hate them because they would be spawns of Satan. Right. There's always going to be that group. So it doesn't seem like you think that they would turn their back on the religion. You I don't think, think they so. would probably double down on the uh-huh. religion? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It would be that whole controversy, you know, teaching, you know. God's just putting them in front of us to test us. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, it's it's sort of like when when you bring up flaws in someone's argument, they double down on their stupid because mm-hmm. they're they've spent so much time crafting the argument. Yeah. Well, that whole thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like showing uh, a fundamentalist flaws in the Bible and how yeah. they just double up in the knots and triple up in the knots to to prove that there's no contradictions at all. Right. I, I think there's another possibility in that new religions would be spawned oh, yeah. Absolutely. By, by finding, oh, there's another intelligent life out there, thinking that, well, they've got higher technology, so that means they must be closer to God. They must know more about existence than we do. Yeah. Therefore, they are more holy than we are, and almost worship them, or just kind of develop a cult of the 
blah blah blahs or whatever the hell they are. Now, of course, the the question that <laughs> rarely gets asked because it's always assumed, I think, that more advanced aliens that come down are when you when you see. I can't think of a single, even semi-serious film where the uh, aliens come in have any sort of religion whatsoever. All right, mm. they're they're usually godless, or they've never seen God, or they don't care about it. You know, they're a hive mind or, or whatever. Right? Well, in some of the TV shows, the so, other alien alien species that they meet have their own religious practices. Okay, that, that's yeah, true. Yeah, because I'm I'm thinking, you know, uh, the Bajorans on Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. Oh, all yeah, okay. the various alien species on Babylon Five have different religions. The original Star Trek, they would have, they would come down and they would think Kirk was a god because he fucked all the green aliens. That's <laughs> yeah, for whatever. Okay, you, no, you're, you're right. Just you're makes right him about a sex god. Right but, about the television shows. But yeah, a lot of I movies portray the the aliens as being essentially atheistic. Yeah. Maybe or, that's or, a holdover from the 1950s of the aliens being the outsider, the yeah. others and the scary thing which was also atheism. But but how many how many of the uh uh aliens in the television programs came knocking on your door with the pamphlet, you know, getting you to to go to the go to great the yeah. Most of the aliens even in those series that we talked about weren't evangelical. Yeah, they just had their thing, and they. But didn't that also makes sense because you wouldn't really, you wouldn't necessarily see a lot of evangelical people out mixing with, uh, because they'd get shot down fairly quickly or killed. Because by us, no, oh, by by their own, no, by the by the other species. Okay, by by the aliens, because. How how did uh, how do people react? It, and not now, but like in the old times, you came up and you said, "Oh no, you have to, you have to worship Crom." You know, Crom is of the ground. And how how many people would kill you if you didn't worship Crom? Probably a lot, right? Or you go, you take Crom into Unga Ungadala. Uh, land. So, how many missionaries from Krom in Nungadala land? Uh, <laughs> it depends on the culture. Some cultures just have so many religions that they're just like, oh yeah, it's another crazy right. guy spouting about the end of the world or something. Right. But those people, I think, tend to weed themselves out because they go into the wrong place. They don't go to the one with a thousand religions where they don't care. But maybe this hypothetical alien culture has developed a monolithic one religion, and it has come down to one, so they expect that they can go into another culture and evangelize, because they don't expect any resistance. And that's what we would, that's what I expect humans would do. (laughs) (laughs) We would be that group. We would have to put some guy on there, on the team that goes out to meet them, who would be... Some Prometheus guy who takes off his helmet, pokes the alien, and says, Believe in Christ! Yes. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Here, read the Watchtower. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. 
So one of one of the reactions may not be may be to when they come to us is to say is to evangelize to them, sure, or get into some kind of religious war, sure, or that, that, other ideological. That war. would definitely come up uh, as the way society stands. I don't think it'd come up at the very beginning. I think they would probably. Yeah. I think the, the, there the would people, be a certain amount of newness and interest. And then once, the, how shall we say, the shine rubbed off. Yeah, once they move in. <laughs> once they've been here for a couple of months, then someone's going to eventually go, what do you think about God? Because there might be short-term versus long-term differences in the reaction. You might have an initial reaction of um, panic ah! or doubling down on the religion or whatever yeah. and thinking, okay, well, we're not going to talk about, say, religion, whatever, for now. But the long-term consequences may be more things like... New religions, or even people walking away from religion, because there's an even more obvious thing stuck in their face, saying all the stuff that was written two thousand years ago ain't exactly true. So there might be a more long-term reduction to religion. There might be long-term fights or whatever. There, there's going to be differences between the short-term reactions and the long-term reactions. But of course, people get to think <laughs> about it. it. Gives people time to make bombs and stuff. What what if what if these these aliens coming down to us somehow finally hypothetically gave full on honest to goodness one hundred percent proof of say evolution? Do you think that would finally convince people and no. change nope. people's? Oh. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, next question. Well, what if it disproved evolution? Uh, would we still believe in evolution? Yeah, is uh, you know. What if, if the alien if, suddenly popped up with, you know, here's my wallet, here I am standing with God, here I am with Jesus. Something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. If 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 they could come up with, in, it's all about proof. That's If they have proof, yes, it, it, that they were coming down and tweaking us or sending little... Um, Microbes di- to... Well, to- or, or, di- or directed neutrinos at our bodies, you know, that would change our DNA, and they're so good that they can hit the particular strand of DNA that's going to, to mutate and cause us intelligence. Every night, as we're all asleep, they come down, tinker with us, and then leave. Yeah. It's actually a 25-hour day, and they just come down once a day, put the entire planet to sleep for an hour, Sure, tinker yeah. with us, and leave. It's, it's sort of like Dark City or um, the, the Cult of Last Tuesday. You know, I'm actually I'm thinking about the episode of Voyager where the aliens were like conducting little experiments. You know, where they were like, you know, oh look, we're gonna fuck with her dopamine levels, and piss her off. And you they know, were we're, invisible and out right. of phase and could could do that. Right. They proved that to me. I might say, okay, fuck, I got the degree in the wrong thing. <laughs> well, but we can only go by what we have. What we have. So currently. I would have no problem with changing. Based on proof. I I don't think. I mean, it's quite possible that someone will say that mint chocolate chip ice cream um, is the worst kind, and they can distinctly <laughs> prove that tastes like shit. Or that it's that green maybe, gopher guts, you know? Yeah. yeah. In which case, I'd still be like, you know, you know, it's made of, it's, it's people. Okay, it's still tasty. <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong? Silent green is people. <laughs> well, I prefer the mint chocolate chips that are not green. <laughs> You're not human. Get out. <laughs> you don't like Briar's mint chocolate chip? No, I like the, the green kind. The bluebell. 
But you're not from around here. You wouldn't know. You don't know no better. <laughs> you're obviously you're briars. You're, that's a that's a northern thing. You know, it's real creamy and and a little bit too sweet. But yeah. this is not an ice cream commercial. <laughs> no, it's an AdamandEve.com commercial. <laughs> Slather mint chocolate chip on your lover tonight. <laughs> Speaking of small chippy things, what do you think there would be differences in reactions, secular or religious, in in what we discovered? If we, you know, there's the scenario of the big gray alien dude coming down on the White House lawn, or there's just, we detect a signal from a thousand light years away and we could never visit them, but we know they are slash were there. Did, would that be a different thing? Or if we found microbes on Titan that were, or that had a different DNA origin or non DNA origin than we did, do you think there would be differences in how people would react religiously yeah. or otherwise? Well, I think, Scientifically, yes. It's, I think that it would be easier for us to accept the, the you know, 10,000 light years away analysis, the hypothesis that, look, they're there, we're here, we're never going to see each other. But now we know that there is something. But we you wouldn't... still have all the unanswered questions of what do they look like? Are they going to, you know, zap our brains and turn them to jelly and, you know, slather it on a on a saltine? <laughs> there, there might be more fear because we can't visit them, can't see them. We just know I, they're I there. Would, no, I think that there would be, be more at all. In, interest. Yeah. You know, because at that point, our imaginations could kind of take over much as they have already have about the whole possibility. So we wouldn't immediately try to lob some sublight speed nuclear weapons at their planet <laughs> right. that we'd hope would get them in a thousand years. And... Probably not. Okay. Phew. You know, but yeah, you know, if, you know, big green aliens suddenly land on the White House lawn and say, we are your walrus overlords, you know, yeah, I'm willing to bet that there's going to be a shit ton of guys from South Texas who are packing up their trucks with, you know, lots of shotguns and beer and And just as many people running to the church and saying, God protect us, or what does this mean, or people running away from the church. Yeah, but we, and and the other, the other thing is that you can't really trust uh, an alien species if they came down and knew how to fix all of our problems. <laughs> you know, like oh, we're gonna we can cure you of cancer because you know because it makes you a, tastier exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of a to serve man situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have to be you have to be careful with that. Good. Well, because that, that that has been put into kind of the public consciousness that you can't trust aliens. Yeah, well, it's also, why would they come here? Of, of all the places in the vastness of the to universe. To take our jobs! <laughs> it is the question of, why would they come here? Considering that you have the vastness of the universe, yeah. why would you come to Earth? Maybe we're the only one other signals they could find. Or maybe because we're tasty. It could be like Star Trek First Contact where they just, they've been observing signals and they said, well, you've gotten to the point technologically where you can detect us, so we're going to come talk to you now. 
Now, they may not be helpful, they may not be belligerent, they may just be standoffish and say, we know you're here, you know we're here, we're not going to give you any of our secrets, and we're not going to talk to you, so behave yourselves. They may <laughs> just kind of give a veiled threat and walk away. <laughs> Don't follow us. <laughs> Don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah. Call us when you grow up. Because <laughs> we, we have actually had a couple of instances where the in the public pub, public imagination we had discovered alien life there was when there was the first drawings of the canals on mars yeah. and more recently when people thought they'd found microfossils in the Mar- martian meteorites right that was thought of as possibly being proof of life on other planets and people did not go crazy people did well, not leave no, the church but, and droves but, but we're also well well the can the canals are were different that was rather, and it, but that was also a different, exciting time. But the thing is about about stuff like that is, when something happens with a crazy group of people, now we know about it almost instantly. Right. It's right. not like a Jonestown thing where they just disappear. Yeah, where it has to come across the sea on film, you know, or or sent by carrier pigeon. Yeah, or you know, they didn't have phone lines, so it had to be it was a day later when all this stuff. But now, internet boom click, everybody's sending the stuff off. So, we really don't know a lot about when the canals on Mars were put out. You may have to look really hard to find a small cult that killed itself because <laughs> <laughs> you know they're coming for us, but but it look, was part of the public imagination, right? But then then you look at the Halloween prank, the War of the Worlds, World thing. War of the Worlds. That I mean, peop, a lot of people well, went insane. Granted, of course, that we were being attacked by aliens. <laughs> well, they also it was so well done in that it started out as sounding like a legitimate show with. The first break-in. Right. And then it went back to the show, and then they had the second break-in. And those break-ins just got quicker and quicker. It was beautifully done. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm all film geek here. <laughs> that was amazing. Especially amazing being a film geek because it was a radio show. Yes. Well, <laughs> media geek. Because this is launching me into my rant Okay. for the night. So, you were saying about, you know, years ago, you know, we'd have to wait for carrier pigeon or phone calls and all of this jazz. Nowadays, you could never have any more of those scary Cabin in the Woods movies. Because nobody's going to get fucking lost because everybody's got their goddamn iPhone with the fucking GPS. That all they have to do is go, beep, 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 beep. Not true. Not true. Greg, what kind of phone do you have? (laughs) Oh, I have a stupid phone. (laughs) <laughs> so what you're saying is is that the mermen are going to eat him. The rest of us will be fine. That's right. Mermen? It's from Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not that much of a spoiler, sweetie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, seriously, how can you do some of the horror movies back from, like, that scared us 
where there was no contact and everything else. And, you know, it was the next morning where, you know, your friends had to go out and look for your ass because, you, can, you know. You but I, I think you, you can still get lost because you could be out there having a good time, phone dies, you forgot to plug it in. There's lots of reason why some people would not have GPS. There's a lot okay. of People old, still okay. get lost all the time. There's a lot of Four old Four people together, not all four phones are going to die at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're in a cabin in the woods. There's no electricity. You're up all night or showing no YouTube signal. videos. Or yeah, so I, I I disagree with your premise. <laughs> there, there are a lot of old plot devices that you know plots were centered around the fact that they didn't have a phone or they didn't know and they had to drive into town right. to call the to sheriff meet the crazy, or something. Yeah, meet the- to go up to the creepy castle, and you can still go up to the creepy castle. So there's a lot of ways that they still kind of get around that nowadays. In order to put people in those situations, yeah, where but it's just it's one of those things. Who the fuck doesn't have an iPhone? <laughs> it's like, me, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you know so the Luddites of the world. You're, you're the first one to be ironically eaten. a computer programmer, yes. <laughs> right? And like I said, you're the first one to be eaten by the mermen. Okay. What, what about mermaids? No, they wouldn't eat you. Oh. They're watching their figure. So all the mermen are bears? Oh, I'm just saying that they need more calories. <laughs> they wouldn't eat Very me sad. either, yeah. so just be happy. So what, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're the ones that are going to be talking He's just right. <laughs> Fine, at least I'm not lost in the woods. Not, not lost in the woods... Taking capture by the merman to starve you so that you get down to the proper thing. I, I, I go first. Boom. I'm happy. I, enjoy not eating for a couple of days or weeks. <laughs> so it would be interesting if we actually did discover aliens at some point, but it might not have a huge cultural change. But over Just the long remember run, that all aliens are subjected to computer viruses, and that is the way to take them down. All, all of their equipment is, since it's all linked together, because they're all of a hive mind. And it's all compatible with either Windows or Mac. Or Mac. Yes. Or some ungodly combination of the two. <laughs> well, no, that just ain't right. <laughs> well, look, it's Adele. It's running iOS. It's Adele running, running Ubuntu. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. But I'm I think that... Kind of brings us to the lightning round. Yay! <laughs> lightning round. Let's try that again. I think that'll bring us to the lightning round. Lightning, lightning round. round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Yay! Round, 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 round. I get around. Okay. What is the lightning round? Now, though, this time it's a little bit different. We are doing kind of a question fill in the blanky lightning round where uh, every week we post a lot of stuff to our Facebook page. And, and this time you did. <laughs> you guys contributed as well. Maybe about 5%, but you guys contributed. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We all have our strengths. I just happen to have time at work where I can post stuff. <laughs> That's right. So what we're just going to do is each of you is going to have 90 seconds each to answer as many fill-in-the-blank questions as you can. And whoever has the most is queen of the podcast this week. Okay. 
So the timer will begin when I ans- ask you your first question. I think I started with Donna last time yep. we did it this yep. way. So we're going to start with Gary. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Number one. Research published last month, uh, edition of the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, found that blank compares similarly to dopamine-producing activities like eating and having sex. Posting on Facebook. Close enough people viewing your Facebook posts. Singapore authorities have arrested Evangelical City Harvest Church founder Hong Ki because he used 23 million Singapore dollars of the church money to blank. To get prostitutes or get his own private jet. Nope. Finance the music career of his wife. Oh. Uh, let's see. Um, I how she did. Dr. Rupal Kundu, director of the Northwestern uh, Center for Ethnic Skin at Northwestern University, published about the risks of blank on the skin. Uh, acupuncture and stuff. Alternative medicine practices. Close Yay. enough. Um, but two American Muslim converts were sentenced this week for conspiring against and threatening to kill blank on their website. Uh, the guys from South Park. Yep. Ding. A study at Northwestern University found that people were able to learn and how to play a melody better when blank. Uh, Sleeping. Correct, when it was played while they were sleeping. University of Colorado researcher Steve Schmidt journeyed to the top of Mount Lulialaco in Argentina to study blank. Uh, Extremophiles. Extreme bacteria, close enough. Um... So not uh, Louisiana well. private Christian schools receiving publicly funded vouchers will be teaching that blank is evidence of creationism. Nessie. The Loch Ness Monster, correct. Uh, there are... Re- I, I'll finish this yeah. one out. There are reports of Tacoma, Washington kids getting severe sunburns because blank. Uh, it was against the rules because of allergies and shit. Correct. The school board banned sunscreen. Holy shit. So you got... I got Seven. Two, three, yeah, you got seven right. Okay, Only let's one just wrong. admit it. You are the queen of the podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> I freely admit, I know I'm not going to do that well. You didn't know any of those? I know some of them. All right, let me get the Maybe old he'll give you stuff that you know. Out of the way. All right. Because you posted a lot about anthropology. I don't think I posted that much this week, so. No. You had more than my three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. You ready, Donna? Ready. All right. The question, the timer will begin after I finish your first question. Scientists working in Germany have unearthed a 50-million-year-old 50 50 million fossil of two turtles who were blank. Having sex. Correct. Uh, the Salvation Army's media relations director, Major Andrew Craby, confirmed in an interview that blank was part of his organization's beliefs. Christianity? Which means... Anti-homosexuality. Close enough. There you go. Uh, A local San Antonio TV station actually had a short story posted debunking blank myths. Oh, God. And I'm the one who posted this. (laughs) Um, I want to say food myths, but I know this wrong, so never mind. Incorrect. (laughs) Gas mileage myths. Gas mileage. Two blanks were found shot in Portland, Texas, where no suspects or motives are known. lesbians. Yes. (laughs) A young Canadian hypnotist... Uh, had to call for help when he couldn't blank. Couldn't pull people out of a trance. Correct. Uh. Um, last month, a blank was launched as part of the Celsius uh, 11 Falcon 9 cargo load. A satellite. Which was? 
I have no All right, idea. Incorrect. A two-inch cross. Some anthropologists are suggesting that the social social structure of Homo erectus can be compared best to modern-day blank. Oh, God. I, okay. Anthropologists. I'm on, no, I'm sorry. I am, like, on medication, so I can't answer. Wham, wham. Baboons. <laughs> Australian I'm, authors of a paper in the Journal of Medical Ethics cite lack of pri- privacy, age discrimination, and fears about legal implications interfering with blank of people in elderly care homes. Read that again. What? <laughs> Australian authors of a paper in the Journal of Medical Ethics cite... One, lack of privacy. Two, age discrimination. Three, fears about legal implications that interfere with blank of people in elderly care homes. I'm guessing care. The sex lives. The sex lives. So you you were also asked eight questions, but you only got four of those correct. Five. She got five. She got five? Yep. Okay. Sorry, I I I really it's do blame the medication. talking. I really do blame the medication tonight. Well, congratulations. Because I was like, because ah. like I had the word baboon right there, and it couldn't baboon. filter. Baboon. Well, congratulations, Gary. You're a queen of the podcast. I'm so happy. So, do you guys want to quiz me, or are you going to assume I get it all right again? No, we'll quiz mm-hmm. you. All right. Donna, the box of questions is yours. El Boxo Quirios. <laughs> Good with milk. Are you in, ready, Gary? Yeah. Okay. In honor of Michigan Representative Lisa Brown, a Facebook event has been created encouraging users to post blank to their statuses on June the 30th. The word vagina. Ding. Oh. Author, author Gerardo Santos introduced his new book, Blank, as, quote, a warning that man he is heading to the in the opposite path of his spiritual freedom. Uh, like, like UFO angels and the Mayans, or and the Mayan like. calendar. It's close enough. Okay. A video has come to light where the conservative speakers have said that blank must vote Christian. Well, okay, I guess I got this wrong, but all sixty-six states. Right, because they're, they're the flag that they had on their video had sixty-six stars on it. <laughs> there is a report that the final word on the existence of blank will be announced on July fourth at the International <laughs> Conference of High Energy Physics. The Higgs boson particle. I can't believe we didn't mention that with the whole uh, <laughs> Iran thing. A team at the University of Brit- Bristol in the UK has found that scientific articles with blank are referenced 50% less often than other research papers. A lot of equations on the page. A new Australian census data showing that 22% or more of the population describe themselves as... Non-believers. Yay. I need to ding it before I mark it. A meta-analysis of 20 brain activity studies showed that the sexual desire and blank activate different but related areas of the brain. Love. Oh, man. David Blankenhorn, the founder of the Institute of American Values, discussed his changing views of blank in a New York Times op-ed. Gay marriage. Ah. Beat me by one. Yes, but I wrote all the questions. (laughs) Yes, he was asked eight and answered eight correctly. <laughs> I, th- I think if I get wrong, then maybe I can be counted along the running for queen of the podcast. But <laughs> Well, obviously you're queen. I'm just princess. <laughs> and I I'm, and I'm, foot, just, I'm just... Foot maid. Yeah. I'm, 
And well, handmade... we could go by that card game and call you asshole. Or janitor. Yeah, but we're not drinking. <laughs> you can play asshole without drinking. It can what be fun. What is fun. that? <laughs> I once played a version of asshole where the president or whatever got to ask embarrassing questions of everybody else. So it's kind of like a mixture of playing the asshole card game and, and truth, truth or dare kind of or thing. truth because really wasn't. Yeah, much. there weren't too many dares, but. <laughs> But what can you do? Yeah, such is life. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, thank you for joining me this week. Uh, this w- weekend. No, this week. Thank you for joining me this week. It's quite happy to have you guys here. Yes. Yes. No. No. Maybe. What? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I guess we'll see you guys and talk with you next week. Yes. And uh, just thought I'd let our listeners know that I, Greg Perrine, will be going to TAM, so if anybody is there and wants to come up and say hello to my bearded face... He's going to TAM. 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 Please feel free to come up and say hello. No singing! And we will have a merry fun time together at harassment-free TAM. Sure. I promise not to harass anybody. Oh, that's a big promise, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Most excellent. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, bye. Bye, folks. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Us by veg exclamation point go green exclamation point to save the planet exclamation point okay oh it says be veg go green to save the planet never mind not by silly me <laughs> you want to redo that one i'm even wearing glasses <laughs> gracious hey vertical I smiles one. i have one so which reminds me of the joke you know why why does why does the the Vagina go up and down. I don't know. Because if it was sideways and they and they go down the slide, they go. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think the metal term for that would be cooch. Cooch. <laughs> oh wow! Now I don't want to talk about our podcast at Tam. We're going to get in so much trouble. Well, you're generalizing. You're painting with a broad brush. Not a broad brush, but a broad brush. A brush that's wide. Keep digging. Keep digging. I'm going to have to cut some. Why am I doing this to myself? I don't have the time for this shit. Because I'm looking for shit to put on the end. That's- <laughs>